Inspired by hip-hop and the faith culture, the sanctuary in my solitude, the thoughts, feelings, and life lessons of an imperfect Christian by Anthony Kisik is beautifulfeetentertainment.com's work in print. It is a book of poetry and it's available through iUniverse.com, Amazon.com, beautifulfeetentertainment.com, and the links are also available in our social media and podcast. So please consider The Sanctuary of My Solitude if you're looking for a next great read. Thank you so much. This is the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership with BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment and enjoy the show. All right, this is uh, Anthony from the Beautiful Feet Podcast. How you guys doing? And um, I just wanted to come in. I have my friend Ken, or a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, from the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. How you doing, dude? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm great. How you been, man? I've been good. You know, I'm happy to be on the show. You know, you were just on my show, so now I'm on your show. So 100, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, so, I mean, I just wanted to get you to jump on. First of all, um, let's talk about the co-op. Let's talk about that. Let's jump into that for a quick second. I uh, mean, the co-op, man, that's a, an interesting group, um, interesting family, a podcast family, you know. Um, um, you know, we met, you know, around the group as well. So, I mean, it's a good grown family. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, instead of, working more with the co-op and see where we could go with that. 100. So basically this group kind of started because honestly, it was just one of those things we started kind of sharing ideas. We kind of formed this little group and we were like, guys, let's help each other, like promote the podcast. And uh, cause we all have our own show and our own different yeah. podcasts. Right. Um, and I don't know about you, but I try to keep touch with a lot of it. Uh, a lot of the podcasts that we have in this group, and like they all have different flavor, they all have different taste, and it's really chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a lot to, um, you know, keep on like this to everybody podcast. But when I do get a chance, I try to list my best to um everybody podcast show. Yeah, of course. Um, but we got, right now we're focused on your show, right? We're gonna focus <laughs> on you right now. So jump in, you know, give us, give us where your podcast came from, and like. What what is your podcast about? All right, so the idea for my podcast, Mr. Jimmy, like a podcast, originally, you know, I also have a team podcast called the Premier Way Podcast. Originally, that was supposed to come out before Mr. Gentleman back in um early 2018, but then it and then it didn't come as planned. So later, um, somebody I know who started um have a podcast on Anchor told me about it. Yeah, like how you get your how you get your podcast? He told me about Anchor. I said, all right, all right, cool. Cause, you know, it was something I always wanted to do. Yeah. But but you know, I was a little nervous because you know I you know there were speech problems and stuff like that. So um, originally Mr. Gentleman put start um around September, but I keep pushing it back to October. They pushing it back and then keep pushing it back because I feel like I wasn't ready. Then finally um 2019 in January, I like you know what I can't I can't stop pushing it back no more. Um, I got I got to take a shot at it and and give it a try. So. It first was released on January 20th, 2019, episode zero. 
Mm-hmm. So I just tried to figure out what to do. Like, what should I do with it? Because, you know, I did a recording part. It, I felt like it was too short. So I like, you know what? Let me add in some music. Let's see how that works. I was a little nervous about the copyright issues, but I'm going I'm, I'm to figure out a way to make that work. So um, I put the music on it, and then I released it. And I got a lot of good reviews. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. So I just start keep keep running with it, you know, start adding guesses. Actually, as each episode goes on, I pretty much add something new. Pretty much try to go as things go along. Yeah. Basically. So where did the name come from from the podcast? Like, where did that, where did that come from? I, so like, um, Mr. Jim and Lifestyle, because I'm, because Mr. Jim is like my nickname. Okay. I named, my, I named myself that back in 2009. Cause I had many names before. I have um some weird names. Don't laugh. Like um the Poachy Man, <laughs> um the Soul Star, and I just felt like I need something that really fit me. And then one day um um Mr. Gentleman came to came to my idea, but I didn't want to use it. Cause at the time Neo came out with an album called Year of the Gentleman, mm-hmm. and I like you know what? Cause then everybody said you know you are Jimmy. You should use that name. So I just ran with it, and then for as for the podcast name. Since it was Mr. Gentleman, I like what can I what can I name it? So I put it Mr. Gentleman. Added the lifestyle because I tried to. I mean, originally the idea was to have like a bunch of guys have a round table, a bunch of guys put Mr. Gentleman like that. Have like it would probably like mm-hmm. an old old guy type of a show, but I changed the idea based on like added guests and context and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, one thing I love about podcasting in general, right? Like, you know, like. My show, you know, it really started as me just kind of gumming around, just messing around with stuff. And then I go, you know what? I don't have to stick to one box. Like, I can kind of do a little bit of everything um, or just what interests me. And I see that even in your podcast, right? Where you're like, hey, sometimes I focus on wrestling. Sometimes I'm focusing on uh, a certain thing or a theme. Sometimes it's got more music to it. It's just, it's kind of whatever, whatever you're feeling, you know, and I dig that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah I, yeah. I appreciate that. You know, and also, you know, shout out to y'all, you and your mm-hmm. wife, y'all have a major show, you know, always, um, let's see our show, you know, keep it up. I had to do that. I did do that a little bit real quick, you know, shout out to y'all. No, and- I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous starting a podcast. Cause I was like, you know what? I've tried the YouTube thing. Uh, I didn't dig too much into it just because I'm not big into video editing. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, that didn't really lift off. And I was like, okay. And then I love to write. I love doing all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, maybe I could you know, write something and then I'll talk about it on a podcast, right? So you have kind of a double whammy there. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where the podcast came from. And then Jessica jumped on for one episode. We were just going to talk about like uh, – traditions like christmas or holiday traditions mm. and then she was nervous she was like i don't want to do it but it's a good episode it's a good idea so we did it and then she did like a two more episodes with me and then yeah we're like all right let's keep this momentum going i like i like <laughs> bouncing ideas off of people yeah, and yeah. like because I, I realized really quick i'm like when i'm the only one coming up with ideas it gets boring super quick <laughs> you know what i mean like so, but to actually have yeah. someone to talk to and be like, yo, here's what I want to do. Um, but yeah, like, you know, and I know when we had talked for your, for your podcast, we had kind of talked about my origin. So I'm not, yeah. I don't want to dig too much into that, but going into yours, like, so you just started this podcast 
with kind of no idea of like where it's going to go, what it's going to do. Um, yeah. How, how have you seen it grow since, you know, kind of its inception? Um, you know, for season one, I do we're trying to figure out what to do, like what the uh, every each conflict, what to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When season two came around, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna step up myself, try to get the audio working, even though audio was not doing great for season two, but season three, it could be even better, but I know more, I wanted more guests to open up a lot more instead of being like, like, no, not normal, but more open about how they feel. Also, uh, me open up how I feel about know my like life and everything that's going on and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Also add some inspiration in too. So I added like quotes on um, close of the day for season two. So add uh, add a quote for each, you know, so it could be inspirational for everybody, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well and yeah. No, go go ahead. And um basically add more segments too. Like add more segments to instead of just focus on one thing, focus on other stuff so people can look forward to it mm-hmm. when they listen. Well, yeah, and I like that. Again, it, it's the idea of you start off with one thing, but it's like, okay, as my interests change or as I listen to more podcasts, you're gonna, you're going to like, if you know, it's gonna change your show. It's gonna change what you do, um, and that's good. You know what I mean? Like, heck, I even see that with TV. You know what I mean? I notice yeah. that when I watch TV. If you watch the beginning, like the first season of a TV show. They think they know what they're they're doing, but as the show gets goes more, uh, gets more seasons, the more you you know the the more they play around with new ideas and new things yeah. and segments and things. Um, so yeah, dude. Like, um, so yeah, there's that. Right, there's the beginning of it all. Uh, where would you want to see your podcast go? Um, I guess in a bigger platform where like. A lot like like make it like worldwide where mm-hmm. have a like maybe have like a big studio just on um, where I do my podcast yeah. maybe do maybe trans- transform to radio actual radio station and basically let more people listening and spread more positive message so you know that's that's cause, cause that would be definitely need yeah that would be definitely need right now now one thing I've gotta I've gotta bring up so when we had jumped on your podcast. Um, we had kind of, you know, we had talked about my faith and, and kind of where that comes from. And you would, you would let me know that like, that's something that you've been digging into recently. Would you mind jumping into that a little bit? Yeah. 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 I could jump into that. So, um, you know, as a kid, I was always in the church cause mm-hmm. you know, my parents was, oh, my parents, my mother was raised in the church cause her, her father was a pastor. So I was always raised in the church as a kid. And as time got on, I kind of slipped away from the church because mm-hmm. I started I started doing pro club promoting and stuff, and that kind of interfered with um, you know, my lifestyle and stuff like that. So I kind of slipped away from the church for like many years until um the pandemic happened. And mm-hmm. well, actually, this whole year when the whole year started, I was I feel like I was going down a really bad path where I did not I was not liking at all, and I was just trying to figure out ways how to bring my faith back. And then the pandemic happened, I felt like that was a big sign. Cause you know, it was um at one point I thought I was a little nervous because you know since the COVID started happening, I thought I had it at one point. So I was nervous behind that. Turns out was just um st- turns out was a stroke and then I would end up having an anxiety attack behind it. Mm-hmm. And that when I gave my my life to God ever since then, cause I like, you know, 
life is too short and you know you don't want to you know regret that so i went back to i went back to my favorite i've been i've been saved for like three months now that's no that's that's good man yeah. that's good um yeah you know I mean, I called, and, and, no go yeah, ahead that's what that called to me i threw a work in progress but i mean happy that i made the right decision and to, yeah. to go back well and and that's the beautiful thing right is like the, the beautiful thing is no matter what you've been through, no matter what you faced or you've had done to you, like God's not done yet. He's still writing yeah. that story. He's still putting it all together. Um, and it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I guess one of my questions is being is how you're kind of finding your way back to God in that, you know, in that regard, like how do you keep yourself connected to God? Like what, what are some things that you are doing? To, to help with that? Um, you know, I pray every day. I mean, I'll, I'll pray before then, but I pray even more now. Mm -hmm. um, I read the Bible every, um, um, every day now. Like now, like I, I reopen my Bible app and I set up a plan for me every day where I go to read a word or mm -hmm. certain scripture and stuff like that every day. And, you know, just um, try to continue to um, stay positive the best way I can. Yeah. Have you noticed, you know, because you were saying, yeah, you used to pray before this happened, but now you pray more, has your prayer life changed at all? Has that like become stronger or, you know, deeper in some way? Yeah, it did. It did. I feel That's like even without me knowing, I feel like I've been getting blessed without me even knowing. Like, like, you know, like, um, you know, my job been closed for, for since the pandemic happened mm -hmm. and I randomly money started coming in a lot more. And that was one of the biggest things I was depressed about early this year. And, um, and now I got somebody new that popped up in my life out of random. And I'm like, wow, God, it blessed me um, like a lot now. I didn't, I didn't even realize that he blessed me a lot. So I appreciate him for doing all of that. Yeah. that Well, and, and, and again, dude, that's one of the things that I've witnessed. Like, so when Jessica and I first got married, like our first year, we had some rough patches. But like, we always saw God coming through. We always saw God, like where I was sitting there looking at my bank account going, I don't know how we're going to pay this. All of a yeah. sudden our next paycheck had that little extra that I was like, okay, you know, or we just, or our, our uh, utilities, even though we expected it to be higher would be lower. We're like, okay, I don't know how that's working. I don't know how the math is working out, mm -hmm. but it, but it worked out. And um, so that's cool to hear that. So that's, that's encouraging to hear that because yeah. I feel like, I feel like this pandemic is putting a lot of people, you know, where they really have to depend on God. And if you're not used to that, that's, that's, that's a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's hard to do. But, but yeah, dude, I, you know, I, I encourage you with that. You know what I mean? Like, and I hope our podcast is able just to even a little bit, you know, yeah. give you some encouragement. You know what I mean? Cause that's why we make it. I'm not, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not super worried about, oh, how many listeners am I getting? Am I getting mm -hmm. thousands of downloads? Like, it's literally like, dude, if I could just encourage people, I don't care if it's one person, 10 people or whatever, I'm good with it. Um, yeah. So, you know, I hope you are getting the encouragement that, that you need, whether it's from the Bible, from your prayer time, or just in your community in general. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah, thank you, like, man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. Oh, not a problem. Um, but yeah, dude, like, you know, 
what besides the podcast what what other things are you interested in or what are your other hobbies and what do you like to do um you know I, um work out um, I, I write i write i write song poems stories um play write stuff like that um i like to i mean, also write quotes i like to you know play games you know watch tv and you know, just um stay focused i always like to plan my next move as well you know yeah and and then, uh, what other new ideas that I could come up with, or you know, to better like whatever brand I'm doing, whether it's a podcast or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. All right, we're gonna jump into it. We got to talk about WWE. <laughs> we, got, we got to do it. We talked uh, about we, we talked about it on your show. We got to do it on mine. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's, let's do it. Let's do so, it. <laughs> where where did okay? So I, I follow you not only on Instagram but I follow you on Twitter and like your Twitter game, boy. You, you be live, you be live tweeting a bunch of stuff. Like I watch, you, <laughs> I watch you live tweet like wrestling. You'll be sitting there going, you know, just tweeting like crazy. Uh, I've seen you live tweet like when you're watching The Flash and just these other different shows. That I'm like, all right. My problem yeah. is I, I never really get to watch them on the day that it happens. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm trying not to like, I'm trying to stay away from the socials because I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, no, no. But, I hate that too. I hate that too. I try my best not to, um, to no, do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> no, yeah, and I appreciate that. But, it, but man, I'm like, yo, this, and that's how I found out you like wrestling was simply I, I saw you like live tweeting something about, you know, wrestling, and I was like, okay, cool. So where, <laughs> where did that come from? Where did your interest in wrestling come from? Um, I as a kid, you know, um, I could never watch the shows as a kid because we never mm-hmm. we didn't have it was on cable, but. But I always knew, I always knew who wrestlers was. Of course, Hulk Hogan was the first wrestler that I acknowledged because he became mainstream. Like he used to do movies and he had a cartoon, a cartoon, and that's how I used to watch it. Yeah. Then I remember one time, um, I got an N64, and my father he brought me the um, the um, WCW versus NWO on game, and yeah. I like World Tour, and I'm like okay, and then I started seeing the wrestlers. I'm like okay, okay. So I started playing it a lot, and I thought the knowledge like the wrestlers on it, you know, Hulk Hogan. The NWO, Ray Mysterio, Big Show, but he was the giant back then, and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. So I remember in fifth grade, everybody used to talk about wrestling, but I couldn't watch it because I didn't have no cable at the time. I couldn't watch it. Then one day, um, WWE came on, um, Smack, um, SmackDown came on, um, UPN. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm on my father. I'm on my father telling me one time that, um, um, you know, y'all check, y'all check this out. This guy, y'all check out this guy named The Undertaker. He's very scary, and you know, look out for the Rock, my father. Even though my father didn't know who who, who they was, he said, "Look out for." That. I heard about them, so that when came on um SmackDown, WL, um U, UPN, I'm like, okay, you know, of course the Rock was on there. I, you know, I really, you know, I really liked the Rock, of course Undertaker, mm-hmm. and um Triple H, and you know, all of them. So that's when I started watching wrestling faithfully yeah. after that. That see, that's interesting. That your dad kind of was the one that got you into it, because my dad's the opposite. My dad's like this. Is <laughs> My dad's like, this is awful. How could you watch this? But he'll sit there and watch it. Like, he'll, yeah. mock, he'll mock it the whole time, but he'll watch it. And I'm like, but you're watching it. Like, you're still. Like, I go to his house. Well, I was over at his house um, the Friday before Father's Day, right? Because mm-hmm. that's when we were celebrating Father's Day. And so, and, you know, Friday is when, was when SmackDown is on. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and my dad watches Fox no matter what. Like, that dude will watch Fox even though the show that's on, he does not like. 
I'm like, so change the channel. Like you have direct TV. You could change the channel to like 400 other channels, whatever it is. <laughs> um, but he's sitting there watching, you know, SmackDown. And I, of course I'm watching it and he's just like, this is so stupid. This is da da da. And I'm like, <laughs> so change the channel. At any point in time, you could change the channel, but I'm actually invested. I'm like, I'm, I think it was, it was uh, AJ Styles versus, uh, uh, I think it was Daniel Bryan or something. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. It, and I was like, yo, I'm actually watching it. But at the same time, like everyone else in my family, except for my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, even though he doesn't watch it, he was still sitting there going, oh, this is like, this is interesting. This is an interesting mm-hmm. story. Everyone else in my family is like, this is so stupid. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, but nah, dude. So, so you got into it. You started watching it. Um, do you watch it on a weekly yeah, I watched. It. I thought I watched it on a weekly when it was on yeah. UPN. I I watched it on a weekly, but I could never watch Raw. I didn't have cable, so, mm-hmm. so I just watch um SmackDown for now. And when my when my family started getting cable, I just sneak in their room and watch it for a little bit. And that house, I had to go had a bad time. So I couldn't stay up for Raw. Course, like, oh, yeah. man. So I like, oh man. So I like, yeah. But you and, know, all that changed later, though. Of course, of course. And now, like I said, you'd be live, live tweeting the whole show. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but it's cool because it's like, I, right, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, like, so you had mentioned The Undertaker. Have you had a chance to watch the, uh, the Last Ride documentary? I watched, I watched a little bit of it. I, I watched okay. a little bit. I probably watched um, the first um, three parts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I can't, I'm not going to blow, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to blow that cover, but. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I already heard what happened. I already heard what happened though. I mean, of, you know, of course. <laughs> everybody heard what happened, but yeah. you know, is it going to, is it actually going to happen? We don't know. Cause it's funny. Cause on my show, we were talking about the Undertaker on my show. And you mentioned like, oh, I don't want him to retire. And then. Then we we see the post like recent post like oh wow like I feel like that's crazy that when um we seen we seen the post for it I'm like whoa wow I, like I wonder I wonder if Anthony know like it's mm-hmm. not a of like oh wow man I'm like well and the thing was is I actually tried that's one of those documentaries that I was like I gotta watch as close to the air date as possible yeah right so I think I was um. It was on Sunday. It was that same Sunday, like I think it was Father's Day Sunday, actually. Yeah. But uh, and I think I watched it like when I could while I was either at work or when I came home from work, like right away, because I was like, "Yo, I I know people are gonna be tweeting about this. They're gonna be talking about it on social media, and uh, whether he does retire or doesn't retire or whatever." Like this is not one of those documentaries that like, oh, I'll watch it next week. I'll watch it. You know, yeah, like you yeah, gotta. Yeah. And man, I, I they got to a point at the end of the last episode where he's kind of doing a reflective moment. So they're showing scenes throughout his career. I was about to cry, dude. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. Because um, like I said, I remember watching Taker as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least wanting to watch Taker because they always put his segment in the second hour <laughs> when all the kids went to bed. I'm like, yeah, boy, true, yeah. y'all did that on purpose. Uh, but you know, but yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, if this is the end for him. If he is calling it quits, yeah. which I'm okay with. I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? He's had a amazing career. 
Yeah, he you did. Can't, you can't touch his career. And I would rather him just hang up the boots than keep trying to come back and making it worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm, but even though the last, I don't know, I think two years or so, couple years, he's had some good matches. Um, yeah, yeah. And even he admits, he's like, yeah, dude, like those other couple matches before that, they were garbage. Like, I hate yeah, yeah. He really did, though. I know the Goldberg one, he didn't like. Oh, I, I, think no, he, I nobody liked the Goldberg one. That no, was, I didn't like that one either. Mm-mm. Well, I, I know. <laughs> no, well, the thing was, is Goldberg, one, he's about the same age. And he's yeah. not, in my opinion, he's not as skilled as a wrestler. So, mm-hmm. and you can see throughout his career, he didn't have a wider range of, like, uh, of moves. He'd yeah. have his five moves or whatever, and he stuck to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, when, and I'm like, Undertaker, I think is taller than than Goldberg. So I'm like, you're gonna try to lift him up. He's taller than you. Mm-hmm. I don't know weight size, but it just didn't work out. He almost killed yeah, the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. It, it really didn't work out. Yeah, it really didn't work uh, out. But you know, we're not we're not gonna criticize. I'm not in the ring, so I can't I can't pretend yeah, yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I could tell you that was not a good match. <laughs> nah, it definitely wasn't. And then they also said um, the DX match too. He, I think he didn't like that one either, I think. So <laughs> the base, based on the documentary, because they mentioned that match, and they spoke to, obviously, Triple H. They spoke to Shawn Michaels. They, they spoke to all four of them about mm. that match. And all four of them were like, we're all very skilled. We're all very good at what we do. But for some reason, that night, we could not get it together. Together, yeah, yeah. All of them said that. They were all like, it was, it was, a, it was a storm. It was horrible. Um, now, Undertaker, he, in the documentary, he was mentioning that uh, uh, he had some personal stuff going on at home or whatever, and mm. he could not get his mindset on the match. So he felt like that was his fault that the match yeah. fell apart. But I'm, I'm, I remember watching that match going, you were not the only one who made mistakes that night. Yeah, 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 but yeah, he definitely wasn't. He definitely wasn't, though. But, you know, he's he's the constant professional, so he's going to be like, it was on me, is my yeah, video. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure Triple H is sitting there going, it's on me, it's my fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that that documentary series, like, I, one of these days when I get the when I get the time, I might binge watch all five episodes just to yeah. relive it all again. Yeah, um, I got yeah, yeah, I gotta watch all five because I only watched the first three. I gotta finish I gotta finish some the other two. Oh, definitely. Um but yeah, dude, like uh so current day wrestling. What was your mindset? Current day, what's going on? Uh so I remember at one point I stopped watching wrestling for like I think I believe with two years. I thought I watching again when um John Cena got jumped by the Nexus. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a, that was always been a funny segment, and I thought I watched it ever since. Yeah. But the current the current scene the current scene is interesting. I just don't like the current scene because I feel like they're not giving them they ain't giving enough time. They're not giving them enough time to build, you know. And it's, and it's a lot of dope current people out right now that I feel yeah. like they that so much potential to be big. I just feel like they're not giving them the chance that they need. Yeah. So my question is this, right? One of the storylines that I'm seeing um, that, you know, that's been happening is um, Seth Rollins and, uh, and uh, Rey, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, right? Oh, and and I'm, not, I'm not hating the storyline. It's actually not bad. Um, 
but but Dominic keeps coming in, and that boy is actually getting into the ring, right? Mm. He's actually going toe to toe with these dudes, and I'm like, is he signed? Like, are they are they kind of is this his debut? Is this what do you what do you feel is going on there? Um, from from what I heard, I heard that um, Dominic put the takeover for Ray, but Ray put the retire, and Dominic put the takeover his mask. That's what I heard. Really? But I think I think it might be. I think it's slowly leading to that, though. I think okay. it's slowly. But I heard something else that um might happen with Dominic, but I don't. I don't know. If this is true. I heard that he might um turn on his father and side with Seth Rollins. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but I heard heard that's going around but that would but, be pretty interesting though. yeah but we can both agree he's gonna end up in the wwe in about two years definitely definitely yeah. definitely. maybe <laughs> maybe mean, maybe maybe less than that maybe less. oh no, yeah definitely years, but, 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 yeah. You see, but you see what i'm saying like he's yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. gonna take over and be in because he's i mean at first i thought okay they're just gonna have him kind of get tussled around the ring a little bit yeah but he's he's going in he's he's throwing shots he's you know For real. And I'm sitting there going, he's not doing bad. Like I know, and I know he's been training. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard an interview with Ray a while back, uh, more than a year ago, where he's like, "Yeah, he's training, and I'm training with him, and we don't know what's going to happen or where he's going to go, but he wants to do this." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, and then of course you got the Rock. The Rock's daughter is oh, yeah, in. Oh yeah. She she got signed to NXT, but she's still in developmental. Which I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine with. I'm like, you know what? I've seen her because, um, you know, she's in the audience. I put, <laughs> I put that in quotes. The audience. <laughs> you'll, you'll see her in the audience in these empty arena shows. Uh, and you know it's her because I've seen her. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see her on every WrestleMania that the Vox is in. She's always front row with her, you know, with the Vox mom. So, um, but yeah, I'm just like, dude, like. And, of course, people are like, oh, she's automatically going to get a push because of who her dad is. I think that's – honestly, I think it's harder for them, for the Charlottes and for them, because they their their fathers are so great that it's like, dude, if you even mess up a little bit, that, you, yeah. you're going to be on the chopping block. Like, that's true, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people like to give Charlotte and be like, oh, she only made it because of her dad. And I'm like, nah, dude, she might have gotten her foot in the door. Mm-hmm. But all the success that she's had is all because she's – doing better than her dad yeah yeah, I mean, yeah yeah at least i think she is but again i was not i was not around in in uh you know rick flair's <laughs> heyday so i can't say she's better than her dad but mm. she's standing on her own i'm like i don't yeah, like yeah she is because i don't like when people sit there and be like oh she never had to earn her way it's a great storyline but like i hear it on podcasts all the time and i'm like nah dude she had to earn her way because yeah. the WD is not going to just give her a paycheck to give her a paycheck, you know. But I'm excited to see what the Vox daughter does because I'm like, Yo. me too. I'm 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 curious. I'm curious to see what she what she's gonna do. Oh yeah, I'm definitely curious. Now, of course, we haven't been introduced to her, but could knowing her dad, would you want to see her as a face or as a heel? Um. I don't, I I can't see her as a heel for some reason. I think a face she could be. I think she could be a big face though. I, yeah. I can't see her as I can't. I don't know why I cannot see her as a heel unless they gotta do something really interesting to make her a heel. Yeah. Do you think the Vox gonna come uh, like back her up or just stay out of the picture? I think I think every here and there. I think I think not. I think every here and there. Yeah. But she started getting a big push. Yeah. Yeah. She's starting a big push. That's what I want. I want her to do it on her own and her dad to like tag with her every once in a while but not be like yeah here's my daughter you know what i mean um 
but I can't I can't see her as a heel either. I'm like I don't know, but again, we haven't seen her vessel. We haven't yeah, seen yeah, her yeah. style. We know nothing about any character she going she's gonna portray. So we might see we might see her as a heel. We don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, um, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Let's see. What are some other storylines that are really kicking right now in WWE? Oh, oh, oh yeah. By the way, um, Seth Rollins is amazing as a heel. By the way, oh, I had to put that out there. I, I had to I, put that out there. <laughs> I I prefer him as a heel. Yeah. Have him be a heel no matter what. I don't care. Um, and Becky can always be a face. It's yeah, great. I agree. I, it's totally I agree. fine. Um, but you know who I need to see as a heel who has not been a heel? Mm. The boss, Sasha Banks. She needs to be 100% heel. Heel. Yeah, she had to be. Yeah. I mean, she, I feel like when she came back, she was kind of was a heel. But then I think now I don't really see her as a heel now. Like, like I don't know. Kind of like a. Like half and half. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know what they're doing with her right now. She's kind of riding the fence, and because they had a great story going when her and Bailey were first teamed up, and yeah. they started, you started seeing that tension build. And I wanted, I wanted, uh, I wanted Banks to just turn on Bailey, one hundred percent. I think it's gonna happen. I think because they're trying to make it for SummerSlam, but they're waiting for SummerSlam to be like a big crowd, so they yeah. kind of. They kind of hold that kind of slowly holding off the story until like the big crowd. That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But I'm just yeah. I'm just ready for it, yo. I'm like, Me, okay. you're not the only one. You're not the only one. But I think Bailey gonna turn on Sasha the way it's, the way the way the way looking look like Bailey gonna turn on Sasha. See, I don't think the and way I, I I would be okay with that as long as what you because they made Bailey a heel, but then they kind of softened her up, and I'm like, yeah, no, dude, you got to keep her beating people just For constantly real. just taking because i saw her walking out like she was regular bailey and then she took like a kendo stick or something to the the bailey buddies and i was like no <laughs> this and then the next week she had her hair gone like it was it went from being a ponytail to whatever she's rocking the now <laughs> the short bob or whatever and i was like yo okay and then out of nowhere she was just kind of like it just kind of fizzled i'm like okay I still like yeah. her as a heel. I think she's doing pretty well, but I want to see more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I mean, so far she's been doing. She's been the best female wrestler out of the four host women so far from last year to this year. Yeah, I, I, okay, I yeah. can give you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, do you, do you look into any other um, wrestling besides uh, WWE? Um. I try to. I try my best. I mean, well, of course, NXT, NXT, of course. I try my best to watch AEW. I try yeah. my best, like every here and there. I try my best, and I also watch um, Impact as well. Okay. See, I haven't watched Impact in shoot a couple years, <laughs> <laughs> and it's predominantly because one, like, I just don't have time, dude. I'm watching yeah. Raw, I'm watching SmackDown, I'm watching NXT, I'm watching AEW. I'm like, I spend so much time watching wrestling. I'm like, I don't know when I get to watch anything else. But, uh, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> and one, and the other thing is like Impact, I'm like, I just, I can't, I, I don't know. When I did watch it, I think the Hardys were there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, who else was there? I think uh, there was a couple other people who were like, I kind of knew. I think Mia Yim was still there. Yeah, me like, was there. Yeah, um, um, I know Drew. Drew was there at one point. Angle was there at one point. Yeah, um, yeah. Lastly, yeah. And so, 
and and they have they have some great stuff that I've seen, but I just I'm just like I I, I gotta cut the cord somewhere. Um, yeah. I now, mean, now Impact. I mean, it's all right. Only thing I don't like about Impact is they got um um what's her name um Rash. I think it's, it's it's a girl who won it now, but she's um the world champion in Impact. Okay. The male, the she's like the male, um the men, the men's world, world champion on Impact right now. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I didn't really like. like okay. Like now. Yeah. yeah. And she, and she haven't been on the show either, so it's like, like you know, like you know. Now I will say NXT wise, Mia Yim is probably one of my favorite. I don't know what it is yeah. about her. Her in ring work is like. So the storyline that they've been playing right now with her and uh, Keith Lee going up yeah. against the Garganos, I love it. I'm like, this is cheesy, <laughs> it's stupid, but it I is. love every minute of it. <laughs> It's like it's not it's not amazing wrestling, but it's good. I'm enjoying it, and the stupid like uh, vignettes they're doing where they're sitting at the table and like yeah. where they I love when they did that with the the Garganos, right? So like when they were talking to the camera, it got all dark and like, and then <laughs> they did it like two weeks later, and Mia Yim did it. And Keith Lee was like, what are you doing? Why, why are you talking over there? And, like, yeah. and she's like, just do it. It works. Just it's do weird. it. I was like, it just made me laugh. I was like, yo. Did, uh, I was like, it's campy, but it's fun. Like, but Mia Yim can go, dude. Her, her, yeah. her stand, like her work in the ring. I'm just like, yo. And her and Keith Lee make a good team. Like, Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, they definitely, yeah. I actually like both of them. Yeah, I think I think Keith go Keith go be something big in um in WWE. Oh, one of the biggest dudes. In WWE, I believe he. Yeah, one hundred. Um, he's big. I mean, first one, my thing was I, when he first debuted in NXT, I did not like him. Mm. But and it wasn't anything against him. It was just like I don't know who you are, so you got to earn my respect. Yeah, yeah, basically. But he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. I was like, okay, and I I felt the same way with like Velveteen Dream. With mm. Adam Cole, I didn't like it yeah. first. Uh, Gargano, I've always liked, so that's that's unfortunate. Uh, uh, always have a, always have a like a half a habit Gargano, but when he turned hill, I thought I liked him more when he turned hill. Yeah, I think Gargano. I want to see him more vicious, but yeah. I like him as a heel. Yeah, I want to see him more of like I will do anything to win. I don't care because he still kind of comes off as a face to me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little, a little bit, bit, yeah. bit. But yeah. I'm still trying to figure out um, Candice LeVay as a heel, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she and she's good in the ring. Like, I like her in the ring, too. Um, but I'm just so used to seeing her as a face that I'm, I'm trying to having a hard time seeing her as a heel. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, you know, one person I like right now on NXT, he just he just um, joined, um, Karrion Cross. Who used to be Killer Cross? I'm like, oh yeah. man. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking at it going, this dude, his entrance is awesome, first of yeah, all. Yeah, for real. Um, his entrance is great. He's killing it. He's he's just bringing people down. Um, the other dude, uh, Dexter. Uh, Dexter Lunas. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about him. Some days I really like uh, him, and some days I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I. I'm right on the fence with him. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's, a weird, he's a weird guy, but I don't know, he kinda interested to me. Yeah, that and that's what it is for me. But like Cross, I'm like, yo, this dude is a beast. I never want to <laughs> see him lose. Um I never not for a long time. I don't want to see him lose anything for a long time. 
And I, I don't yeah. think he should have, like, I, he's that dude that you just come in and dominates the whole thing. Right. You right. could have 12 people on the wing, and I want him to dominate all of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to try, they're going to try to make him the next Brock, as in try to, to beat everybody, I believe. I, I can see that. And I can see that. If that's the case, then I want to see him in a couple years go one on one with Brock and beat the living crap. Me too. Like yeah, me 100%, too. just bop, 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 beat him down. So, anyway, as you were talking about this, I was just reminded of you do have another podcast that's specifically yeah. about wrestling, right? Like, what's up with that? No, it's not another part. It's another segment where, like, okay, know, each, yeah, it's through, it's through a part of the Mr. Gentleman Light Thelf segment. But it, like, each, like, whenever I do like a big um, pay per view, we yeah. focus on just wrestling, like, you know, the big pay per views, yeah, and stuff, and stuff like that. I'm bringing it back for season three, but I'm, I'm gonna do a more NXT on that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna try my best to do AEW because I gotta okay. start watching AEW a lot more. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like that. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So that's cool, dude. Like, I like when people, you know, kind of mix this, you know, their interests together and go, look, we're gonna talk about a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, do you dig into any of the uh, the reality tv as far as the wwe like total bellas total divas anything like that uh i used to watch um um total total diva a long time ago i haven't watched yeah. the latest season uh, but i do watch miz and um miz and maurice show yeah that. That I, was, I haven't had a chance to watch that just because um i don't have cable so i have to watch yeah. like wrestling through different ways yeah, yeah yeah uh and they won't put it on hulu so i'm like thanks guys I think it's on Hulu now, I think. I think, it's on, I think it is on Hulu, actually. Yeah, I th- but when, it, when they first put it oh, out, that, yeah. it, was not, it would not oh, go yeah. to Hulu. And I'm like, all right, cool. But I find, I actually, because Jessica does not like wrestling, right? So, <laughs> but this past season, she did watch Total Bellas with me. Mm. And, she, and she loved it, dude. She was like, this is fun. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she... She seemed to enjoy that, but it was cool. I I I don't keep up with too much of the reality stuff. Um, yeah, I do try to keep up with Total Bellas just because they're not uh, in the ring as much anymore. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, I kind of want to see what's going on. Um, but and mostly just I don't know. I'm I, I'm I don't like a whole lot of reality TV. There's a little bit yeah. that I do watch, so. And like I said, I watch so much wrestling. I don't have time for anything else. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I try. I mean, I, like, I watch reality TV as well, but not like that. Like, yeah. Not like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, dude, like, that's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm glad we got to put you up on the show and just kind of have a quick conversation. It was a little yeah. bit of all over the place, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm no, saying. It's, it's, no, it's good. You know, I know you ain't know. I'm happy to be here, you know. And we could we could talk we could, talk, we, could we could come back on each other's show and talk more about wrestling oh, <laughs> as one, time goes on. One hundred percent. I think we. I mean, I think honestly, we might just have to like okay, big pay per views. We'll just do a, a mashup. For real, yeah, you know for, what I'm for real, like, yeah, for real. Um, I might I might start doing that anyway because I'm like not every pay per view. That's that's too many. No, no, no. I only do the you know, only do like the, the big the big four. The Mania's, and, um, the Bumble, yeah, the Survivor yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, cause I've got a, I've got a couple friends who just we can sit and talk about wrestling whenever. For real, yeah. And um, and it's funny. I wear wrestling shirts to like work and stuff. So <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll wear them randomly like around 
you know, when I go shopping or whatever. And every single time, every single time, someone's like, yo, did you watch this? Have you seen this? And I'm like, and Jessica's like, how? I go, it's the shirt, dude. It's like people, <laughs> people see a wrestling shirt and it, it's game recognized game. They know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, that it, it, two things that I need to do. I know one of them, I got to get a wrestling shirt. I never got a wrestling shirt yet. And another thing, when live, um, when live orders come back, I go to a wrestling show. I have oh, to go to a wrestling show when, when, when so, it's time to go back. Oh, 100%. I've been to yeah. a couple. And, like, I'd never been until I met my friend, um, my friend Travis, right? He was on mm-hmm. the podcast a couple episodes ago. Uh, and we talked about wrestling, of course. And, um, <laughs> and so he got, me, it, he got me back into wrestling because I took some time off. Yeah. And um, we started going to live shows. We started going to different stuff. And, like, I didn't have a collection of T-shirts until I met this dude because mm. I would go to these live events and buy two or three shirts. Or I would wow. buy – or what I would do uh, is I'd go – I'd hit WWE and buy two or three shirts at a time. And now I've got – and I realized that most of my shirts are female wrestlers. So like I've got Becky Lynch, I've got Bailey, I've got Sasha nice. Banks, I've got. I'm like, why do I always get? It's probably because they just have the best designs as far as like yeah. some of the guy shirts. I'm like, that's too plain. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, um. But yeah, dude, it was great having you on the show. We are definitely you gonna know, bring man. you back. You know, I appreciate you. Know, I, you know, I definitely, I definitely will come back. You know, and the, and everybody, look out for Anthony on my show. Um, June, I mean, July 5th. Look out for July yeah. 5th. He'll be my show on July 5th, so. Yes, yes, you know, yes, th- yes. That'll still be up July 5th, so there you go. I had, to do, I had to do that real quick. Oh, 100%. I don't, you know, this episode, I'm kind of, I'm kind of collecting episodes, so yeah. it might be after that, but they could always oh, go no, back per- and per- jump through. Yeah, perfect, you know perfect, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, dude, we'll definitely jump back on, you know, uh, talk some wrestling, talk some faith. It'd be great. You, you know, know man, yeah. But and, right, man. oh yeah, and everybody, don't forget, um, Mr. Gentleman like the podcast is back to Sunday, so look out um for Mr. Gentleman like the podcast. Look out for Anthony on my show July fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, there you go. And Follow you me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, drop your socials. I was just gonna say, I, drop I, some socials. I, I follow me on Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman on all platforms. Um, on Twitter, it's Ken Mr. Gentleman together. Um, Mr. Jim, like that podcast on one platform, and also my other podcast show, the Premier Boy Podcast, on all platforms. Absolutely, definitely. I definitely follow you, and I love seeing your stuff, dude. Like I said, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Even, <laughs> even, even just the live tweeting, I'm like, dude, this is fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the next segment of a uh, beautiful Beat podcast. And. This episode of the Beautiful Feet Podcast is brought to you by The Sanctuary of My Solitude, a published book of poetry by me, Anthony Giesick. You can pick up your copy at beautifulfeetentertainment.com, at iUniverse.com, and Amazon.com. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, and you are now listening to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Like and subscribe. Welcome back to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Um, this is the section of the podcast where we're going to go ahead and jump into scripture. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a study of specific proverbs um, that kind of talk about peace. And we were kind of brainstorming and we realized, you know, we should also 
just kind of give an overview of the Book of Proverbs, just to kind of give some context or some background to it. So we probably should have done this first, but it is what it is. Because starting in August, we're going to be jumping into the Book of Romans. But for today, Proverbs. Um, Proverbs has has 31 chapters. 31 chapters, everyone. That way, like Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. Oh, you had to talk about ice cream. Anyway, okay, so, uh, yeah, so you literally could read a proverb, one proverb for every day of the month, as long as it has 31 days. Um, so, there you go. There you go. Who wrote the book of Proverbs? Okay, well, it looks like Proverbs, Proverbs, I'm having trouble with that word. It does have a variety of different contributing authors, like Lemuel writes the last two chapters but predominantly like overarchingly speaking when we think about proverbs we're talking about king solomon now for those of you who might not be aware you may have heard the story of david and goliath and that david goes on to become king david well king solomon is the son of king david and the thing that makes this unique for him as an author is he actually was asked by God, like, hey, what, what is it that you would like from me, um, blessing-wise, I guess you could say, and Solomon asked for wisdom from God. And Solomon asked for this wisdom for the sole purpose of being able to um, better lead the people of God, right, because he was about to become king, um, and he, he just, he knew he needed wisdom, so... That's what he asked for. And God gave him wisdom. And because of that, um, Solomon is actually considered the, the wisest man um, throughout like the ancient, ancient times. So um, now, real quick, there is a difference between being intelligent and smart and being wise. What would that difference be? Well, um, we actually just listened to the Bible Project's overview of the book of Proverbs. And they talked about the fact that wisdom is also an action word in the Hebrew. So in this context, it's like knowing when to do or when not to do certain things in or with your life. Yeah, and, and that's, that's kind of where intelligence and wisdom uh, separate. Because intelligence, or to be smart, is, is knowing something. You don't have to act it out. You just have to know it, right? Wisdom is saying, I know this is right or wrong. Therefore, my actions will dictate um, what, you know, what I believe or what I think. So if, if, you're, if you're trying to make a wise decision, you would follow that up by a wise action. Well, and in the book of Proverbs, we see that wisdom becomes personified in the shape of a woman who is crying out for the people to listen to her. Yeah. So, actually, before we even get to that, the first section of Proverbs is a father speaking to a son uh, about the things of life, right? So, he talks about how to manage money, how to uh, work hard, how to handle romantic relationships. He talks about a little bit of everything. And then he starts to speak about wisdom, like Jessica said, as if it's a female or a woman that you're pursuing, right? So 
it almost speaks on it, you know, saying go after wisdom um, and embrace wisdom. And like, it, it, that is an actual, it's not just chasing knowledge, but it's chasing or going after, um, yeah, going after a specific action of what you believe. Well, and Proverbs is a book of contrasts. So you see wise people pitted against the foolish. And generally speaking, the foolish are wise in their own eyes. So the people who are portrayed as foolish or sometimes referred to as unrighteous in this context, usually their plans don't really get them where they think that they should be. They don't become successful. But the wise person or the righteous person is usually the one who wins out in the end. And I'm currently going through the book of Proverbs, and I can honestly tell you, like, every chapter of Proverbs, um, for the most part, they have things that reiterate. And the reason they reiterate is because they're being emphasized or they're important. Uh, and you always hear things like, oh, the wise uh, or the righteous person, um, ha you know, fears the Lord. Or, you know, the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord, things of that nature where it's going to remind you um, to have a respect and a reverence um, toward the Lord or toward God. And what that really means is you don't just you know believe God exists, but you actually, again, put action behind that belief and you walk in the way that God um, has, has given us to walk. And also Proverbs, they're generally short little snippets. It's not written in the paragraph style that we've come used to seeing when we're reading um, like how we have them with the book of Acts. So these are things that you can take with you on the go. Yeah, and I know a lot of people, um, maybe they hadn't had time to read in a while. The first thing they pick up is, is Proverbs because it is easy to digest. It is easy to understand as long as you're paying attention. Um, now, the one thing that I, I love about Proverbs, and you had mentioned this, is the idea that it's contrasted, right? So it's, the wise man does this, but the foolish man does this, and sometimes it will give you the consequence of both of those actions. Uh, but that's not a promise. It's kind of a generalization of like, hey, you want to do right because it's better for you in the long run, but it's not a guarantee. Um... Well, and this book also references times where we have seen what we would think of as wicked people prospering, and we wonder why. So that's a part of the human condition that hasn't changed in since ancient times. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, so just thinking through that and looking into the book of Proverbs, like, even looking back at what we've studied, go back, take a look at it, and really see where you know what the wise man does and what the you know foolish man does um and the actions or the consequences that come with that uh and i think through that you'll be able to kind of make those decisions of like well i want a, a prosperous life i want uh, a life where i'm connected to my to my heavenly father here's how i'm gonna uh here's how i'm gonna do that I had a thought. She, she, she totally, totally just lost it. Sorry. I saw her start to speak and it just blew. <laughs> it was gone. 
It was gone. Okay. Uh, well, was oh, okay. I remember where I was going with this. Okay. Because the language of Proverbs might be a little more vague, again, because it's not how we would always talk, I do recommend, like, checking out different translations of the Bible and finding one that works well for you. Some people feel like, oh, you just always have to read the King James Version of the Bible, and that's not necessarily true. But again, if that's what brings you comfort, more power to you. Well, I'll, I'll say it this way, okay? Um, one of the biggest um, arguments against Scripture that I see or that I hear uh, the most is because there are so many different translations, how do we know that it was translated correctly um, based on the, the old old language of Hebrew no, yeah yeah Hebrews so and just how it was written then and how it's translated now and then how it's translated multiple different times um, and I can honestly say that like I actually have a friend who whose job it is to study languages and he he applies that to um, the Bible because that was that was what he wanted to do and it's a lot of hard work to make sure it gets translated because they do their very best to make sure it's, it's translated as closely to the original text as possible. So when you pick up a Bible uh, in the English language, but you pick up, let's say, NIV or ESV or any other translation, they are they are translated to you know to the closest translation uh, from the original text. So I, they are very trustworthy, um, and you can always try to research and see which one is you know closest or you know however you want to look into it. Well, and Anthony and I were talking about this too as well that the book of Proverbs it has some content that is really more adult in nature because they are talking a lot about adultery and like promiscuous women. So again. Like, if you have children, it's probably best for them to have a Bible that's written specifically for that age group, unless you feel like perhaps they're a teenager or they have the maturity level to handle that kind of content. And to be honest with you, I think there's a way, if, if you do stumble onto one of the verses about adultery or uh, um, staying away from those type of temptations, there is a way to explain it to kids Um you know, where you're not spilling the beans on, you're not having the sex talk at too young of an age. But, um, and that, this is what I love about the Bible in general. It does not shy away from these hard topics that people even today don't like to talk about. It will talk about it, and it gives it to you in the most uncut, uncensored rendition as, as possible. And we've probably mentioned this before, but like my favorite verse in the Bible comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It's tr it talks about trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and leaning not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledging Him, and He will make your paths straight. Now I did look that up in the message version of the Bible, and I'll read just a little bit of it here. It says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do and everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God and run from evil. Yeah, and as you can see, based on the first 
verse that you were talking about and the the message translation it sounds completely different but the general um topic the general point is there uh the message is one of those excuse me the message is one of those translations that really breaks it down into the most layman's terms possible uh and because it does that i would definitely recommend having another translation maybe side by side with it so you can compare and contrast you see what i'm saying well i think the message at its heart is really meant to be more of a paraphrase not a literal translation exactly so and that's why i would definitely recommend just have another you know on your on your phone have another translation available so you can kind of see uh the difference between them but and see the the actual connection there um I just didn't want, like, the language of Proverbs, like, how it's structured and put together to be a barrier to really fully understanding getting, and getting the most out of this book. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so, like we said, we probably should have started with this, with Proverbs, but it just kind of came to us where we were like, wait, well, we're dropping just a proverb here and there. We should probably give an overview of the book. And most um, people who have been around church for a while are very familiar with Proverbs 31, which is about the woman of noble character. I think there's actually a Proverb 30, Proverbs 31, like ministries, all about women and women's Bible study because those are characteristics that in that particular chapter of this book, the final chapter, it addresses how a woman really should be living her life at home out in the workplace with her family uh, and I like the fact that it mentions in the workplace yes yeah, she does like she considers a field and she buys it so the woman is involved in commercial she's a activities. business owner okay she's I mean the way I see it she's a business owner so we can get into a deep discussion on that but we're gonna kind of so say, Proverbs is not just for men, even though a lot of the language is specifically, as Anthony was saying earlier, there is a father who is giving advice to his son. Yeah, and, and but what I love about the entirety of it is the idea that, like, even though, again, it's generally written from a father to a son, the advice in it you could easily read no matter who you are, no matter who your parents are, you could easily read it and go... I understand. I could follow that same path. They're not male or female specific, except for maybe a few things. And even those few things, you can go, you know what? I, I understand the general idea, and I will I will stay away from that situation. So, and I love that. And I, th- I think that runs through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I would say that runs through the Bible. Even if they're telling the story of a male character, as a female, I believe people can look at that, females can look at that and say, although I don't understand that particular struggle, I understand something similar, and I could, I could follow accordingly. Well, and that's why you and I do like to think of the Bible as our guidebook for life, just because there are so many situations from this ancient text that we can take and make applicable to our modern world. Exactly. Um... I think there's a lot in the Bible where if you sat and read through it, and I'm talking about take your time with the Bible, whether you're reading Proverbs um, or anywhere else in the Bible, don't just skim through it and go, okay, I didn't get anything and toss it to the corner. Sit with it for a moment. 
think about the context think about who wrote it try your best to understand the direction it's going in and like we said proverbs is really easy to follow that direction um and then just take what you've learned and apply it and i honestly when i do this in my life i do see a change in behavior in uh the way i treat people the way i see the world and and because of that what i receive changes as well i don't receive bad moods and attitude and, and you know hurt feelings I, I receive gratitude and you know appreciation more often well and like anthony was saying just having that engagement in the word is very good i know for me personally like i like to write things out sometimes it's not enough for me just to read it like i need to to write it out to really be able to memorize it and just be sure that like i have that with me um and like i don't know in my personal life i'm a big journaler so i love writing and i've seen a lot of cases where people take like a small proverb and they'll make like a very decorative background for it and i just think they're beautiful like that's that's a small portion of my pinterest is just pretty looking bible verses yeah um is there anything else about this particular book um that we need to discuss um i guess it's just important to note that like proverbs and ecclesiastes they kind of go well together because solomon in ecclesiastes he's also talking about the way of like here's things that people have tried to do in the past to get contentment in their life but um it's just unfulfilling and again proverbs is like hey if you're feeling unfulfilled here's things that you can do to enrich your spiritual life so speaking of that uh, the video we watched actually mentioned, and there was a video before it that actually mentioned that there's three books in the Bible that are considered the wisdom books. Yes. And it's Proverbs, it's Job, and it's Ecclesiastes. Job uh, is a very heavy book. There's Job a lot going is on. extremely heavy. But what's cool about it is that Proverbs is very much like it's the general, right? It's okay. Generally, if you do this, this will happen. If you do this, if you follow God and all his, his plans, good things will happen. It's a general uh, rule. Uh, Job is one of those books where it's like, hey, we're giving you a prime example of a man under attack um, by the enemy and how he does not turn his back on God. Well, um, and in Job too, we specifically get to hear the enemy's voice because... Satan and God have conversations regarding Job and his life. Yeah, so there's a lot of wisdom to pull from that the, from that book, but then you have Ecclesiastes as well, which is also written by um, Solomon. So uh, Proverbs and Sol and uh, Ecclesiastes are written by the same person, and Ecclesiastes is not as generic, right? It's more detailed. Um, so it's a little deeper than Proverbs. That's why it's a good companion piece. Well, and in Ecclesiastes too, like for historical context, we have to remember that Solomon would have had a wealth of riches at his disposal. So when he's saying like, hey, these things are unfulfilling, he knows because he's tried it and it hasn't worked. Yes. 
And I, again, I love that because I think he's even noted that he was one of the richest men in ancient times. Was Whether that? it's money or tradable goods like horses or hey, he has a lot of wives. Like he has done it all. Yeah, folks. he had a lot of wives and a lot of concubines and a lot of people in his family. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think this this is one of those books that like. I mean, everything in the Bible you can constantly go back to, but this is one of those that I've actually heard people, you know, the first of the month they start Proverbs. When it ends, they restart Proverbs. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just keep going over them. They, they read other things in between, but generally they're like, hey, today's Proverbs 7, today's Proverbs 8, and they just keep going. Um, yeah, anything else we need to mention about the book? I think that's it. I mean, thank you so much for joining with us and learning all about peace through the book of Proverbs. Um, Honestly, this is like the times that we are living in currently, they are very anxiety inducing if we are not careful. uh, Yeah, just working in that discipline and walking in it and knowing that God is sovereign in our lives. Um, So, pretty much starting in the month of August, and we're going to be taking a wonderful trip through Romans. It's going to take us through most of the rest of this year. Romans is a heavy book as well. Um, I actually heard a sermon series on the book of Romans. And the first uh, sermon literally was about the first three words of the book of Romans. The dude just, like, he barely took a full sentence and just, just preached on it. But, again, like all of our Bible studies, it's gen- It's general. We're only taking bits and pieces. We we hope that you're reading along with us. We hope that you'd be willing to uh, help, you know, be a part of that. Um, and as we go through, I think we're going to have a great time with Romans. Um, yeah. So feel free to share this episode. Um, feel free to like, subscribe, do all those type of things. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Beautiful Feet Entertainment. And um, anything else? No, I That's think it. we're all good. Right. Thanks Would you so mind much. praying for us before you head out? Not at all. Dear God, we thank you for this day. And we thank you for this time that we've had to just come together to learn more from your word. We thank you for this journey that we've been on this month, just cultivating these habits of peace and learning the wisdom from Solomon, from Proverbs. We thank you for the fact that uh, you sent your son to die for us so that we can be reconciled back to you. And just be with us during this time. We just ask that your blessings would abound and that we would be able to continue to acknowledge you as sovereign in our lives, that we would know that you are in control of this situation and of all situations. We just ask that you would bless our listeners and just bless our ministry as we um, keep moving through this year. In your son Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Alright, have a great week. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership of BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com Please feel free to follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment. Please visit BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com And do not forget to like, share, and subscribe.